2: No, 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 stop! No, no. It won't. Do, it, won't be, it won't be. like Dennis! Cassidy, it won't be me. like it Dallas. It's different. It'll be different. Like stop, Jesse! What are you doing? She's gonna die. Judith's gonna die. I'm gonna die. What? Ah! 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 Ah!
0: Ah!
2: Ah! Let Welcome to fear me. Fear me. You guys fear me. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. And Scott.
0: Welcome to another episode of the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 86. Mm-hmm.
2: Two days in a row. Yeah. yeah. In a row. Exactly. Oh, busy, busy week. Mm-hmm. But we had a great one last mm-hmm. night, I think. And yep. discussing Fear the Walking Dead for the season opener was awesome. And here we get the season closed for Preacher. So,
0: So, Scott, what are you
1: drinking?
2: I am drinking... The same beer I drank last oh, night. Oh well, there you go. Because I really did. Love you it. actually get a different can, or is it actually the same beer? It's the it's the same exact beer. I just threw it back okay, up into okay, my good. can and, last night
1: when I got. And done.
0: you're wearing your Panthers jersey to go with it.
1: Oh, I am. Man. I'm in a Panthers mood. You folks. are styling.
0: You're all I'm, blued out. Yeah, yeah. Scott, you blew so I'm yourself. A, I'm
1: drinking No dogs Roaring Riot again. Ryppont Pale Ale, and it's uh, their tribute to the Panthers. Go, Cats. Ready for the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) When are they playing?
2: They're playing Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, I'm a little early, but I'm Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday.
1: Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Kimmy, what you drinking?
0: White Blackbird from Wild Heaven Craft Beers. It's a Saison.
2: Saison. Saison. It's, all it's
0: brewed with pink peppercorns
1: and Asian pears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the hell is a pink peppercorn?
2: I, I
0: don't know. <laughs> it's a bit spicy at the front end of it.
1: I can imagine. Yeah.
0: But it's good. I mean, it's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's worth yeah. whatever we pay for it.
2: Uh, $13 a six pack.
0: Yeah. Hmm. That's, that's I probably wouldn't bad. spend that much money again.
2: It is definitely a different... Different flavor. It's 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 interesting. It's fun. I wouldn't drink a whole six pack of it. No, but it's actually out of uh, Avondale Estates, Georgia. But it sounds like it's pretty tasty. But it's good. It's good. Uh-huh. It'll get you with the spice, though. That's for sure. Yeah. Not like not like the habanero one. Not like hot spicy. But yeah, it's uh, uh-huh. it would it would be p- paired well with some fajitas. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. For sure. Really. For sure. All right. Season finale of Preacher, season yep. two, episode thirteen, the end of the road. What y'all think?
2: I loved it. Yeah, I thought I it, thought it was a blast. I thought it was fantastic too. I thought it was awesome. Same. So, uh, like, yeah, what show I mean, do you that, know that can be that ridiculous, that funny, and still be, especially with this episode, be like a tearjerker at the end? Oh like, I still know. have like some seriousness to it. I yeah. mean the the scene at the tulip mm-hmm. scene at the end was. A, a killer it was literally <laughs> but it was it was really yes, it really was. well done and uh the acting right. was in, it was really well done and um i don't know they that for all the other episodes where some of them were getting a little bit slow when we were I, well me personally was complaining about like the hell stuff um right. this this was really good and in fact how long was it because it felt it was hour and 15 was It was hour minutes, and 15 It felt like there was so much that happened in this episode. There was a lot that yeah. happened. Yeah. So,
1: and you, and you and you also actually, I mean, it's kind of funny when you say that about ending with a tearjerker, but really, yeah, end with a tearjerker, and then the last thing you see, though, is God coming out oh, of the Oh, that's can. true.
2: That's true. Yeah, there was,
1: that part <laughs> was not a tearjerker. Which is ironic as hell in that itself. That could be a tearjerker.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Certainly uh, close the door, sir. Um,
0: holy
1: smell save, save the rest of us
2: <laughs> yeah actually that that scene where you're just kind of flipping upside down that was like <laughs> almost kind of excruciating and like what is going know, on the slowness of the turn yeah no it was yeah. cool
1: it was all very well done i thought it was visually important i mean I, you know there was so much going on in the thing and, and and uh in this episode and and this one thing this show does is you know it 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 builds the scene so well before the characters even enter them. You're even looking at the room and thinking, "Wow, this is incredible," or "This is really wild."
2: Or what am you I know? going to miss?
1: Yeah, because I mean, I'm, I'm I'm even coming to mind is the scene in in the beginning when um, Jesse Custer, as a boy, takes the uh, chicken to his grandmother's mm-hmm. um, office to get resurrected, and just before he even comes in the door just the big room with the grandmother sitting in the mm-hmm. big chair and all you see is a little trail of smoke coming up from her sitting there and, and there's paraphernalia all over the place i just thought wow that is a great scene i would love to that be really cool
0: the set dresser on this show
1: oh yeah dave blast oh, yeah. right yeah
0: yeah he does yeah. a great job
1: dennis dennis's apartment grunge is shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean perfect for the characters
0: even the the crossroads where they filmed Young Jesse at the beginning, mm-hmm. gorgeous yeah. with the way the trees went over and made a canopy. Oh and, yeah, and like yeah. a tunnel. Yep, so pretty. Southern
1: plantation. Yep, love it. Yeah, excellent. So they uh, they get thumbs up for uh, for their uh, sets and locations, definitely.
0: So this was probably one of my favorite episodes. I really liked it. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, of the season or of the season,
0: not ever okay. of the season. Um, I think it was all really well done. The very the last scene with Tulip, like you said, was definitely a tearjerker and totally unexpected, but I like that they left us wanting more so that people will come back for next season. And for Tulip of all people to be left in that position, like
1: wow. I don't I don't think uh I don't think any of us are fooled into believing Tulip's not going to No, back. of mm-hmm. course not.
2: That's a, I mean, that's the whole <laughs> setup at the start of the episode is, you know, that yeah, she, can, she can resurrect. Chicken. Yeah. Yeah, with the chicken. But, but everything will it, will comes it, as a, a with a price.
0: Exactly. I was going to say, will it turn out like Pet Cemetery Oh. Where they come mm-hmm. back a little tainted.
2: Maybe. Yes. Just got Very a bit well of
0: a limp. Or
1: mm-hmm. a bite. Or, <laughs> or take something from Jesse. Yeah,
0: more of his soul.
1: Maybe. Yep, Exactly.
0: Jesse's going to be left with nothing by the end of this series. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, well, we finally got to see who the guy or get the name of the guy with the uh, with the uh, what is it a skull
2: star horseshoe tattoo mm-hmm. on his arm, which is uh, TC, I guess. Do we only do we only hear them when they came to collect their money? Is that what yeah? You?
1: Yeah. Okay. And it was obvious, you know, and he's the guy, you know. We we're assuming he's the guy
2: that killed Jesse's father. Yes. I guess, because, I, I mean, my assumption... Unless they all have the same right. tattoos. Exactly. We've seen those tattoos a lot, which we don't know if it's the same guy or not, but it's definitely, right. it's definitely a mark on the ranch or the plantation. Mm-hmm. So whoever yeah. might be associated with that plantation might have that tattoo. But we know this is, this is
1: just further evidence, though, that... Or this is evidence, though, that Jesse's grandmother was the one who ordered his father. Be yes, right. Yeah,
2: it's all connected.
1: Right. All coming around. She doesn't want to have any anything to
2: do with the Custers. Those scenes were good, though, with um, the people coming and he's collecting money from them. And then, like, when he when he um, roots out the cop. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, yeah, you could go across the street. I think they got all kinds of crazy stuff going on over there. Officer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was great. And that suit he was wearing was hilarious. Yes.
0: Yes, the Colonel Aren't you Sanders. The
2: cutest?
1: Yeah, he's like The Colonel Sanders thing that short. should have been you know, it's like six inches. Yeah, short. way too short with his with his uh Chuck Taylors.
2: Yes. Oh. Uh, did he have Chucks? I guess so. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: the whole Armenian terrorist thing was
1: The school group.
0: Was Airstar trying... okay, so Airstar was trying to test Jesse,
1: right? Uh, no, he was trying to create a spectacle that would be that would show Jesse as the Messiah. He wanted to see create a miracle for Jesse mm-hmm.
2: so that it would trend on online. Because he was and, he was trying yeah. to get his name out there more than um what the heck is that uh, guy's and, Huck Humperdoo? Oh <laughs> what did he call him unibrow he calls him unibrow unibrow (laughs) humperdue yeah no so because he was saying that yeah humperdue has had time to build up his fan base whereas jesse doesn't have much time to try and get out there so he said yeah he did set the whole thing up and it was like okay oh yeah appear in front of these kids but that wasn't the actual reason it was that that he was going to fight these guys off
0: but Humperdue actually has right. a fan base? Like, do people not just see Humperdue as, he was, like, no, no, Jesus? No, 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 no.
1: He was talking about, no, he was talking about Humperdue
2: being the Messiah. Yeah, the Messiah has a fan base. Okay. He's the assumed yes, Messiah. Yes, yes. Right. People don't, uh, don't my, know my about Humperdue. Okay, that's
0: what I'm saying. <laughs> but
2: if he's the Messiah and he goes out there, people are like, uh oh. right. Whereas if they see Jesse, they're not going to assume, okay, he is the Messiah. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Yeah, and they're just going to say, "What are those studs?" Which I time? do, I, I do wonder um, about his his um, Airstar's comment when he said, uh, "I I know messiahs, and yes. he knows how to uh-huh. make messiahs." It's like, okay, what other messiahs have? Yeah, like what is what is he referring to exactly? I
1: think he's referring to his understanding of history and how the messiah was made from word of mouth mm-hmm. and so forth. Yeah. Um, that would be, that would be my guess. I thought one of the best lines from that whole scene was at the end when, uh, when Jesse said, I didn't sign up for this shit. And okay. hair star said spoken like a true exactly. Messiah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he was referencing, you know, Jesus's questioning of his, of why this is happening mm-hmm. to him and so forth on the, what is the Mount of Olives? Uh huh. So it was just a modern day of phrasing it, <laughs> you know, I didn't sign up for this shit.
0: Did you notice that when at the beginning of that scene, when Jesse and Airstar were talking before they went into the classroom, and they panned up and they looked at the light, the light fixture, it looked just like the soul mm. extractor. Yes, yes, I did. No, I did, not, I did not notice exact exact that. Exact shape.
2: Yeah, it really? was. Yeah, it was like a hexagon mm-hmm. shape, but it was all elongated. Glass. Yeah, which is oh. quite a nice fixture mm. for school. Uh, well, it's a Catholic school. Oh, They'll right. Get nothing yes. but the best. Okay, that's mm-hmm. very true. Well, Gold not
1: really. No, silver actually, everywhere. No,
2: that's... No. The, good observation. I didn't see Stuff in our Catholic school is terrible. But yes, <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Maybe it was leftover from some other cathedral or something.
0: Well, those nuns were wearing the right. full habit, too. So they're like yes, the traditional... They so they're in the... and they knew, They no. were
2: part of... I think they were... Somewhat part of the Grail because they knew who Hare Star exactly. was. Exactly. It, it seems that the Grail has got got its tentacles into pretty much anything religion. I mean, yeah, hell, yeah, they control hell, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, they're everywhere. Or at least they have influence in yeah, hell. They do on um, exactly that woman, whatever her name is,
0: Mannering.
1: Yes. I mean, I think I think Hare Star is kind of like the
2: Messiah's publicist now, right?
0: Yeah, he is. He's his he's agent. He's a creepy
2: publicist, but he's their publicist. He's his agent. Yeah, that's his well, new goal. I mean, at first he was he was ahead of uh, this this group, the Grail, which he is now has realizes is useless. So this is his next. Yeah. Well, because endeavor. they're they're tagging along a false or or tagging along a ruined messiah. Yeah. So he's utilizing any influences the Grail has to um, move his own his new. Endeavor forward. Yeah, exactly.
1: But it was a—it was definitely an interesting scene. I thought um, Jesse's reaction to looking at the gun after he fires it on the guys and realizes it's blanks, and then just flips it and uses that as another de- yes. another kind of weapon was great. Yeah, um, and he kept
2: grabbing them out of their holsters to hit them. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. The fact
0: that he went along with the idea that Armenians were infiltrating. This Catholic school and shooting up a classroom? Like, come on. Why are Armenians going to be doing that?
1: Well, I don't think he knew what was going on. You know, he had a weird look on his face. All he knew is he heard gunshots, and he was in a school, so he got everybody behind a table. I lived at the end of it, though. They're all cheering, pre-chair, yeah. pre church,
2: pre And he noticed them on his way in, right? Didn't he bump into one of the guys? The janitor. And he was the janitor. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because
1: yeah, he apologizes for bumping yes. into him. That's right. I forgot that. was. I didn't realize that was one of the Armenian Uh guys. Uh-huh.
0: He was the main guy.
1: That was the main Armenian guy. Yep. Right.
0: Yep. So, I just think it's a little far-fetched that he would be like, come on. Well,
2: Jesse's a little slow or innocent. He's always portrayed as like... He is innocent. Like, his uh, interactions with people around him are always much more innocent. Mm -hmm. Like, he always has, like, a specific goal he's going after or whatever, And then he just kind of falls into the situations, which is what we've talked about. I don't think you're wrong.
1: I don't think you're wrong when you say he's a little
2: slow. Yeah, he's a little slow
1: on the uptake sometimes. He is, you know, of getting, you know, seeing what the situation is going on around him. And, you know, he's he certainly is. He certainly doesn't. um, He can be kind of hyper focused and doesn't really notice. Things. I mean, that's that's the whole thing. He's been with with tulip throughout most of the. Well, season. I mean, it's
2: evidence very a, a lot. I mean, look at like the uh, the disc that he's having these guys who are looking at the video and stuff. But he never looked at the disc to find out where it came from. Right You know, it is on the back right. of the disc.
0: But the the way he's portrayed now versus the younger Jesse that we saw at the beginning of the episode seems like a different uh-huh. person almost. The younger Jesse seemed more
2: with it, like he. He was a quick Mr. Hitman guy. Exactly. Like, yeah, he's like his he, react- he knew
0: who the cop was and
2: his reactions, right, to the physical are different than his reactions to the mental, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's where when he's dealing with trying to figure things out logically, mm-hmm. it's he, he it it doesn't work as well as when he's when he goes into like a fight scene or something like that. Right. I I, I see Jesse as. As
1: if Jesse's robbing a bank, he's going in there with guns flying all over the place. He's not the guy that's thinking about how I'm going to trip the, you know, not trip the alarms and sneak in the back door, and or uh, how could I avoid know, into going
2: this. into the situation with guns blazing?
1: Yeah, he he's just, going to open the vault boom. with a stick of dynamite, not with a combination. Yeah, um, even if it's open. You know. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. So he's just he's that kind of guy. He's he's brass balls and going forward without uh really giving it a whole lot of thought. He reacts to things a lot. Right. I mean, hell, how would you how would you be able to uh you know, how is was Hare able to manipulate him into thinking he's the Messiah that easily? Right.
0: Good point. Cuz even Tulip and Cassidy aren't seeing that.
1: No, they're laughing at him. He's a big joke. I mean, none of them are particularly bright.
0: That's why they all need each other.
1: Yes. Yes. They protect each one, other and they, feed off each other. They make one mind, they make one brain. Yeah, you know, they're all kind of just uh rumbling through life without any kind of uh any kind of direction. You know, and that's the one thing about them. I mean, they are true outlaws. They really don't recognize the same kind of society that the rest of us recognize.
2: But you know, when you when you think about it, they're like uh, uh Jenny and Air Star are probably the only ones that have been portrayed as having like an even amount of, of intellect. Like, mm-hmm. everybody in this show seems to be just a little bit um, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit absent, you know? Like, like I mean, I, I keep saying innocent, ignorant, mm-hmm. but, you know, they, yeah. they, they all have kind of this, um, I don't know, I don't want to be rude, but like on this shop at Walmart kind of <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> mentality to them, you know? I mean, like,
1: I know, even even Hooper. I mean, yeah. You know, I I thought that was hilarious when um, that scene when Featherstone's talking about uh, you know what Hair Star's doing, and she's just getting all excited about it, and she's like, "And we'll we'll protect him, and we'll we'll lay down our bodies," and he said, "And we'll bathe in their blood." And you see Hooper in the background, and he goes, "Okay, yeah, exactly. um, I'm going to go uh, I'm going to go deflate the mattress and take a shower." Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah Airstar and Jenny uh, like definitely have like this uh, a little bit more control over the situation and manipulation of people um, they understand mm-hmm. people more they understand you know they have, they definitely have their evil goals in a way but um, they're able to uh, manufacture situations mm-hmm. because they're pretty intelligent and I think uh, the rest of the people are kind of a little dumb
1: right exactly and and it's funny, though, because they're, they're, they've got people around them that are, well, you know, I take it back, you know, I was going to say that there's a lot of people around them that are smart thinkers, but, you know, even the, the two angels were pretty stupid. Mm-hmm. But it was, yeah, you know, I, I guess, yeah, you know, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good way of looking at it, Stuart, because, you know, it's almost like everybody in the show is kind of bungling their way through stuff, except for Hairstar, when Hairstar is to an extent, too, I mean... He's got, you know, he's made mistakes. He's made some dumb moves. Yeah. He sounds incredibly intelligent, but, you know, he's 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 had things falling in his lap and so forth. You know, Featherstone has been, she seems to be tougher and focused. She definitely can manipulate things, but she's made some clumsy mistakes. Yeah, too. But a lot of the institutions that you expect to be very intelligent and so forth in the show are portrayed as not being. great right. The Pope, not particularly all there true the archbishop of canterbury not particularly all there
0: but you know i think uh tulip kind of comes into her own because she she understands that something's not quite right around the apartment and then she finds the um the camera and puts two and two together that jenny's probably not on the up and up
2: yeah but hers is almost portrayed as kind of street smarts and it is yeah. but it's it's in um uh, I guess, uh, in a way, subservient to Jesse. Like that's the weird thing is, like that she does seem smarter than Jesse, and yet she like she'll do whatever Jesse says. You know, even though they fight.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: I mean, right. I'm I'm
1: I'm I have to admit I was not happy with the way they used Tulip this this season. She was the one character I was not happy with. We talked about that. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's uh, yeah. It,
2: she changed definitely, and I mean, they they mm-hmm. uh, in a much more passive and reactionary. They way. developed her in um, more of a feminine way. Yeah, and yeah, instead of the Kim, uh, instead of the blue like laser she women? was before, Kim
1: disagrees with that. Mm-hmm. That's fine. She's not. She's not the. She's not the go-getter, take over the situation person she was before. Yeah. This 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 whole season was about her. Being broken by her encounter with with um, the Santa Killers. But is that wrong? And her...
0: Like, is that right? Like, well, I think that? it takes...
1: I think it takes away from from the, the fun aspect of that character. Mm-hmm. I think... The, what I liked about her, she was a go-getter. I mean, she was a take-charge girl. And now she's broken.
0: Cassidy's gone through the same thing, though. I mean, Cassidy has to, had mm-hmm. to deal with Dennis and the idea of losing his son... Um, twice. Actually. But Cassidy's
2: always been out of control, in a way. I mean, he's always just like, like crazy out of control. Whereas uh, when we first get Tula up and she's brought in the first few episodes, she's like, Miss Fix it. Like mm-hmm. you know, she yeah. she knows how to take care of a situation, and she will take care of the situation, not with anybody else's help. And now. Right, she is uh, like I said. She she seems to be so dependent on yeah, the other. She's characters. subservient to to Jesse and his well, whims.
0: That's why I like her because now she's more human. She she's been brought down to earth and she's not this superhero that you see from the very first episode. I don't want, I don't want
1: a human tulip. I want the superhero <laughs> tulip. Oh, that's the thing. Sorry. She was fun. I mean, that was it. Like you maybe
0: you'll get her back in season three. Tulip superhero, Jesse superhero.
2: And Cassidy's superhero—that I mean, was another thing that was weird to me. It's kind of uh, going the superhero and/or vampire thing was Cassidy yeah. when at that last scene when um, they got in the fight. You know, when Jesse's holding him back, he holds him back. I mean, isn't mm-hmm. he supposed to be stronger as and a vampire? Yes, but he's not. I mean, he's just normal human strength. Mm-hmm. You know, he's more ferocious. I mean, Jesse—Jesse—is a, a better fighter jesse's a better fighter than the average
1: person that's for sure um jesse can take on four or five guys at a time and take them out um but yeah you would expect that um, cassidy's brute strength (laughs) would have been or he could take you know take jesse on but uh no he you know that that was throughout that whole fight they were just kind of knocking each other back and forth Mm -hmm. so anyways it
2: stuck out to me at that point because i was like ah he should be able to break free
0: well, I mean, because I wanted yeah.
2: him to break free
0: we've said that the vampires in this show are not the typical vampire, yeah, and it was in the middle of the day so he couldn't you know maybe maybe it decreases his power the sun yeah who knows
1: maybe maybe so maybe so I don't know uh, I saw yes yeah, do in that same scene I saw I thought that when he first growled and went after Jesse mm-hmm. and and threw Jesse back and then Jesse threw him right back and I was kind of like shit I would think the vampire would be pinning him up exactly him at this point that's what i was yeah. thinking but um but you know that's fine whatever i uh i think you know kim kim to your point um cassidy has had some of that in that he he's been made to be more human in this by having to care about dennis yeah mhm before this cassidy really didn't have to care about anybody and and which made him to me much more funny you know i think he lost a lot of his humor because he became so absorbed with dennis a lot of times and maybe some of his um his independence
0: i think you could say that season two was kind of like coming home type episode like
1: they hu- humanized the characters. Yeah, they
0: humanized all the characters, made them more real, whereas last season they were Except over the Except for Jesse.
1: Except for Jesse. I think they took Jesse backwards in that. Mm-hmm. I think Jesse was much more human in season one where he was the preacher of the church trying to get it they going. They all switched places. Trying to, relate to the, trying to relate to the community and, you know, his relationship with the girl, the piano girl. I can't remember what her name was and so forth. Um I think Jesse was much more human in the first season than than this one. Jesse Jesse's character hasn't really been fleshed out very much in this second season.
0: Right. He's just been He's kind on of on mission. a mission
1: chasing after God, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much been all it is.
0: True. And Cassidy approaching um, Tulip about having sex again, like, even though that was a dream. You know, all that all those feelings are still there for him, which kind of makes him more human okay. as well. Like. I can't help but wonder if Je- if Cassidy is actually kind of jealous of Cassidy <laughs> shit. Cassidy's Cassidy jealous, is Cassidy. jealous
1: of Tulip
0: and Jesse because they are human?
1: No, you know what? I'll tell you Kim, I did write down one observation I had about that to speak to right to that point. Um I think Jesse or uh, Cassidy's um crack-induced dream um hmm. really sealed it for him that um his, his his whole heart-sick dilemma that he's been in, part of it is, you know, uh, his friendship with Jesse and so forth like that. But I think part of it was mainly that he was, he, he was having a harder time. He wanted to keep Tulip safe from him. Well, yeah. Yeah. And that he was having a harder time controlling that. Yeah. And I don't know if he was so much jealous of Jesse and Tulip as he was, you know, more worried about what he
2: can do to Tulip. And became more that yeah, way Yeah, he's, he's, he was worried about his, the influence that Dennis was having on him Because Dennis was kind right. of bringing out more of that, that animal nature uh, Or, or right. uh, bring it to light of what he truly yeah. was and Yeah, his,
1: right, his dark inner core was being brought yeah, up Yeah, that's something he that had, he had been he had trying had to stuff down pushed for Pushed down inside of him I'm
0: not denying yep. that, yep. but um, what I'm saying goes deeper I'm just saying that maybe um, he can't have Tulip, right? And so, but Jesse can And Mm -hmm. if he were to have a relationship with Tulip, it probably would turn dangerous eventually. And Mm -hmm. that's something to be jealous of.
1: That's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I do think that that's part of it. Definitely. Definitely. But
0: I think I do agree that Dennis's influence on Cassidy is what is making him, like, keep the underwear and have this daydream about killing Tulip and then, of course, led him to kill Dennis.
1: The way his mind is wandering, um, he's seeing more of his bloodlust come up.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's he um, is definitely wanting that relationship to be there. He's, he, I mean, in the last episode, um, you know, he was kind of hanging on Tulip's every word when she was talking about, how about we just go to Bimini ourselves by <laughs> ourselves, and then, you know, he's like... I forget exactly what he says, but he kind of tests it, and she says... Uh, you know, yeah, sure, Well, he have fun. He said just in. the two of us, yeah, they're just the two of us, and yeah, and it wasn't like he was like, Yeah, yeah, we're friends, mm-hmm. like kind of thing. And he was, yeah, so he was, all well, yeah, because he, he gauged so. her pulse, he right, gauged that's her what pulse, it was. And whether she that's was right. telling that's him the truth. That's what it was, that's what it was,
1: yeah. And I think also part of it was he was he was gauging her pulse to see how truthful she was, but I also think he was battling with himself about the fact that. You know he's he's tormented by wanting
2: to be with her, but he's also tormented by the fact that he shouldn't be with and her. And I think that because he's staying, yeah, he's fighting within this episode because Dennis is reminding what he could do, which mm-hmm. I don't think. I mean, I right. think Cassidy has control over it. The reason he kills Dennis is that he thinks that Dennis is going to make him lose that control. Exactly, and
1: has started making him lose that control. I think that dream was an indication to him that he has started losing that yeah. control.
0: But nonetheless. The fact that he killed Dennis and the way that he killed Dennis and the speed in which he did it. Was shocking. Very yeah. shocking.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I was oh, yeah. not it's expecting fantastic. that.
1: I, do, I had a feeling he
2: was going to knock off Dennis at some point, mm-hmm. but I certainly didn't expect it right then. No. You know what's also shocking? Mm-hmm. The fact that Scott talked about uh, Cassidy having a crack-induced dream as though it was a normal thing. <laughs> For Scott? <laughs> <laughs> you know, when he was like smoking crack. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick that apart right now. That's right. Let's talk about his crack <laughs> I brother. thought that was hilarious. She's like, Are I you had smoking? one the
1: other night and it wasn't anything the like that. The
2: two different reactions from his dream and she came and asked if he was smoking crack. And then when he mm-hmm. she actually came in and said, Are you smoking crack?
0: Uh-huh.
2: And he's like, Yes. It you, was he, like, you, you, know, like part oh, of it,
1: you know, part of it also was the fact that, you know, uh, Dennis was bringing out some of his stuff, but part of it is because Dennis was goading him all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Dennis was was he, he, constantly poking. Yeah, he was him. saying, "Take her." That's but, what we do. Take her. Mm-hmm. Right, and just the way he was—he was flamboyant, and he was like not listening to him. Fuck Dennis, and so yeah. forth. You know, he was he was rubbing it in, in his—you know—rubbing it in Cassidy's face all the time. Yeah,
0: teenage angst. So. That's what that was.
2: That's an old. I hope they get to
0: Bimini. I'm nervous for Cassidy going to Bimini. Sorry,
2: (laughs) they're not going to Bimini. But it was funny when she went to the uh, convenience store and she was buying all that sunscreen. Oh yeah. And she ends up beating (laughs) that guy. Like she's like, "Yeah, I want some of this lip balm." And the guy got close, and she pulls his tie or something, smacks him. Why did the woman walk away
1: when she went to give her the money though?
2: It was exactly what she said. Oh, now you're better than me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Like, now I'm the bad one. Yeah. Right. It was. It was exactly. It was. It was how she's portrayed. Like, oh well, I would never do that. Right. Right. You went too far, yeah. lady. She did, but not for this uh-huh. show.
1: SPF 100. Wow, that's pretty yeah. strong.
2: Wow, you're buying a lot there.
1: <laughs> What's it to you? That's right, cause I don't. I don't mean to offend, and she's and uh, she's like. I think that's up to me to decide whether you offended me. Yeah, yeah, that was, actually, good... that
2: was very well delivered. Um, yeah. So uh, Cassie let um, Banjo go, though the puppy. Oh right. Yes.
0: Sweet little Banjo. Yeah,
2: because I think, huh, I think even Banjo
1: was too tempting for. Yeah, him. maybe. <laughs> it's like you got to go. It's him. a
0: little snack, a little hot dog.
2: A
1: Little hot dog. Yeah. Jesse think... got to sit in the front seat, and he was very excited about that. He says, oh, I've got a whole new Cassidy. view up here. I've got an ashtray. Cassidy. Yes. Or Cassidy, yes. excuse me. Yeah, Cassidy got to sit in the front. He was excited about that. You, you would think, though, he gets a lot more sunshine in the front. That's what I thought. Could be a problem.
0: None of that seems to be an issue for him. He even walked outside without his umbrella.
2: I know. When he came from the back to the front. He must but have had a little the bit of an editing SPF 100 football. on at that point. He could have. He could be wearing the new stuff. I don't trust that. The sunscreen has made many advances.
1: <laughs> I'd say that scene, though, from the, from the previous episode when he's handing Jesse the drink and he sticks his hand in the sun by accident. Yeah. And he's uh, like, oh, ah, yeah. shite! <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> and Jesse doesn't even react to it, you know? <laughs> so when yeah.
0: a Tulip is sitting in the car, is it then that it just kind of clicks with her that Jenny might not be who she says she is? I mean, she's already found the camera,
1: right? I think she was. I think she was debating on whether to just let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and just get the hell out of there. And for some reason, when she, when she got in the car, it just all of a sudden was like, "No, I'm not going to let this go." Mm-hmm. You know, and she went back up there, and then of course when she saw the manuals and so forth that were sitting there.
2: But I loved um, it when the, these... they were finding the cameras, and they're like, "Oh, I'm I masturbated in here," oh, and Tulip's like, yes. "Oh, I did too." Uh,
0: I know that was shocking too.
2: <laughs> and,
1: and, then, and then and then Tulip says, "Should we tell Jesse?" And he goes, "About us masturbating." <laughs> and she goes, "No, about the cameras."
0: <laughs> oh, that was a great scene. I wonder how hard that was to film. They were
2: probably cracking oh, up. Oh, God. I would imagine. I was, I was I imagine. So seriously surprised, though, that uh, Jenny got the one up on her and was able to shoot her. Well, it was a gun against yeah, the screw. I, I know. Yeah,
1: seriously. But she is. She was She was a superhero in the first I, scene. I know, though. exactly. You should have been able to fling that bad boy.
0: Well, uh, Come on, Come on Kim, Woman. what are you
2: thinking? What, what were your thoughts with, with that whole scene?
0: I mean, it's almost... Woman dis- against woman. <laughs> it's almost disappointing to me that Jenny slash Lara would shoot her because I, you know, this whole time I've been saying, oh, mm-hmm. she's going to come around and be like, oh, she's kind You've of ta- nice. She's, she's a al-
1: But she's almost shot her on a couple of occasions. You've been talking about the relationship.
0: I have. And it just proves how cold-hearted
1: yeah,
2: Lara right. is. Uh-huh. And yep. women. Evil, evil women. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> uh, well, the fact that <laughs> Tulip grabbed a screwdriver—why grab a screwdriver? You can't do anything with a screwdriver at that distance. Well, she was
1: holding it. She was holding it. Remember, she was looking at the manual, and the screwdriver stuck to the back mm-hmm. of it. And she realized that's what they had
2: used—the to that put was the cameras the, up on the, the walls. The adhesive that was from the cameras.
0: Yeah, right. I understand that, but it's still not going to help you in this situation. Sorry. I mean, you could like well, throw she's... it ninja style and try to pierce
1: her in the heart or something. But if
2: anybody's going to be throwing stuff ninja style, it would be Tulip.
0: Yeah, but.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I don't think she was thinking that way. I think she was thinking, "Hey, this is the only weapon I got in my hand. I'll just hang on to it," you know. And she didn't know how that was going to go down. Well,
0: nonetheless, it was very shocking that Tulip just she got sure, shot and died. She didn't expect Hoover to
1: come. Hoover to come walking out, walking out of the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Hoover, you know, that kind of changed the whole that scene. That guy of ruins
2: everything, doesn't he? <laughs> he's good for yes, that. Yes, isn't he's he? perfect for that. Like any situation, he like completely blows their cover.
0: Well, I still like the idea that Lara
2: should I get on the tarp?
0: Can change who she is and assume that I'm sorry personality we took the highway. so quickly.
2: Yeah,
0: at a moment's notice, yeah. like within seconds, mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. she is Jenny. I
1: love oh, that she's about a psycho. her. She's a psycho, no doubt. Well, you know that's why when Kim said this is my favorite episode. I I almost wanted to say this isn't even my favorite uh, conclusion to the season because the last episode of last season was so good. No,
0: I agree with you.
1: Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I thought this one was fantastic. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I just was thinking back to the the season one uh, ender, and I was thinking, man, that was an incredible. You talk about a surprise.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you know, like we said earlier in, in the season, they have to end this season. In such a way that's going to make people want to come back, because I don't think the ratings are as good as they want them to be.
2: Well, I okay. Next next scene that happened, I think, is one of those things that's like, okay, people are going to want to come back to figure it out. Like, okay, but let's before we go into that.
1: Before we go into that, why don't we take a break for a minute, and then we'll jump right into that scene, Stu. Be back in a moment. And we're back, Stu. What was the scene you're talking about? I don't about? want to fucking talk about it now.
2: <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> sounds no. like our fights. <laughs> no, the scene that I was going to talk about was when air start when they're getting off the plane. They're at the airport. Yes, and yes. he's right. like, right. okay, the go and all that yeah, stuff. go and and go to your friends, and then come back, and you can have the rest mm-hmm. of your soul. And he's got the right. little vial with his yeah. soul in it. Yeah, the powder. The white powder, in a little case. Uh-huh. So what the hell was that about? How did he get it? Is that what? Is that why we're seeing the soul extractor stuff? Is that why we're seeing the manual? How did
1: remind me? How did how did he get the part of the soul into the of Killers?
2: He had the guy do the soul extraction. Yeah. He had the okay, Japanese right, right. guy do it. But the Saint Killers ate it. Yeah. So right. how would they get it back other than they took it back out of the soil? Santa Killers?
1: Hmm.
2: That's what I was thinking. I mean, it's got to be either when he went back to hell, they took it back from the Santa Killers, mm-hmm. or
1: or they took more than just what the Santa Killers took. I don't know. Um, it's one
2: of those but, open yeah. questions that would be happening next season. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. so Hairstar is holding part of Jesse's, Jesse's soul, and I would imagine that's why Genesis is not working on him.
0: That's what I wanted to bring up at the school. What happened to Genesis? He tried to use it, and it was all that garbly gook stuff
2: I, I love how, because it's not working, that it goes z- 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 Yeah. Like, What's there's happening? some electrical problem. Genesis has not worked. The last person that, he, that it worked on
1: was the Santa of Killers. Mm-hmm. And it's not worked on anybody since. So every time he's tried it, it's messed up. And I think that's because part of his soul was
2: in the Santa Killers. He doesn't have his complete soul. So right Mm -hmm. after the Santa Killers thing happened, that was when he was in Airstar's office and left, and it was not working on the two uh, women that were working there? Right, right. The two admins out in the hallway. Yep,
1: exactly. Yeah, that was the first sign that something was missing. Hmm. Yep. So Jesse needs to get that part of his soul back if he wants to have the Genesis work again.
0: Is he only Messiah-worthy if he has Genesis? Because Airstar doesn't seem too worried about yeah, it. Yeah,
1: I think so. I think he is. I mean, I think you're right. I think Hairstar uh, has no clue that he, or doesn't realize he doesn't have it anymore. He seems like he's a little skeptical. He's suspicious. Yeah. yeah he's a little suspicious, but, but you know, he, when he asked Jesse about it, Jesse said, I just didn't need to use it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, when he was talking about the fight and so forth. Um, so, yeah, he's not giving that up to Hairstar. but I think if Airstar realized that that wasn't working at all anymore... Um, or maybe, you know, I take it back. Maybe he is aware. Maybe that's why he's taunting him with the part of his soul.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe that's why he's saying, you know, you can have the rest of the soul and you'll have the, uh, Genesis back if you, if you stick around with me, hmm. you know, that kind of thing. I don't know.
0: That's kind of what I'm thinking. That's why I think that the Armenian thing was a kind of a test from Airstar.
2: I, I seriously I, think that was, that was stuff. a set up so that he could get some, something to so post it. Not Already it? posted and trending. <laughs> that's right. Posted and trending.
0: <laughs> all right, Hitler.
2: Hitler.
1: Dun dun da Hitler in our space. The whole she sequence
2: did. of them, like, running, like, getting out of the manhole and running and all over yeah. the place was kind of funny. Of the marsh. Because, that was because like it was brother's,
0: like. A, mm-hmm. bro, oh, brother, where art thou? Yeah, yeah That's it was. what that reminded Very me of. Very much
2: yes, like that. yes. But yeah, they, they were going yeah. through worn trails and worn trails, and all of a sudden they would show them, like, climbing up a cliff. Or like climbing out of a cave or something like that, and somehow Hitler knew the the exact way to get there. Which I mean, okay, it's it, it was it was funny, no matter what. So they get all the way there, and the best part is when they get to the river of sticks, mm-hmm. and yeah, the the ferryman. the ferryman starts talking to him. Yeah, oh my yeah. God. Well, I mean, Jer- that was beautiful. Jer- I thought it was hilarious. His name is Jerry.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry um you know jerry jerry says to uh what does he say when jerry agrees to, to get the boat he's looking at eugene and he says uh uh looks like they treated you pretty Yay. bad down there and eugene's like uh well this was pre-existing
2: and, he, uh, and jerry goes oh shit, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's
2: so great oh man that was great those conversations were awesome and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. when uh, Mannering comes up and and he's like, "This is my jurisdiction," and then yeah. they actually go at it. Like at first, it's kind of like this silly office. Right. And then he brings out his thing. right. Then he brings yeah. out
1: his uh, his Reaper voice. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: ah, that was only great. he
1: shall pass, or whatever he was saying, something to that effect. But I did think it was funny that, um, or I did think it was it was great the way that um, we find out. Or at least my my I, my opinion is we find out that Hitler has been manipulating him the whole time to get to escape. I, you
2: know, I wonder about that though. I wonder if he is necessarily manipulating because he did honestly seem like no, I don't deserve to go up there. And once he got to the surface world again, I think uh-huh. that was where it hit him again that he was Hitler, maybe, or that's where his his evilness and or. I don't know, secrecy, kind of, like, you know, where, where he needed to go hide. That's where his evilness but came But Hitler,
1: Hitler may have needed someone who did
2: not belong there to get him out. Possibly. Possibly. But um, I, I I honestly believed maybe it was acting. It could have been acting. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I believe... I was mad. What? That he was...
0: That he ran away like that and left poor Eugene by himself. And Eugene's like, ooh.
2: It was definitely very uncharacteristic like after shit. everything that had happened. Yeah. Yeah. He he did definitely total
0: about face.
2: Actually, it was very uncharacteristic that he went with him. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to go with him at all. Yeah. Right.
1: And he did. but I think he had to be invited. I think he you know I think he had to have Eugene invite him to go along, for him to do it. And I think he had been trying to, trying
2: to manipulate that all along. Possibly.
0: It took some planning on Hitler's part. Sure did. If that was his plan all along.
2: And then, and then, like, I mean, he's such a brilliant mind to then run in front of a car. Like, he's never seen a car. <laughs> but he got right up and started limping and then pushed that guy down that was on his crutch. I mean, there were so many things that were happening that were, like, proving that, okay, he's an asshole still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jackass. He
1: didn't even have any reason to push that guy down. He just pushed him It was down. almost as
2: bad as the Dave Chappelle episode where he kicked the baby.
1: Oh, that's bad! I'm rich, bitch.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh god.
1: The I guess we cut. Isn't that where we where we get to the scene where uh, Jesse's getting on the plane and and Cassidy calls him? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, about Tulip being shot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Jesse races off, and
2: so yeah, he he makes it back to uh, Dennis's abode. To find Tulip mm-hmm. laying there, and he's actually, I mean, he's getting right into ER right there. He's checking out the wounds and making oh, yeah. sure he, he's okay and finds... He was in control. Yeah, finds that it would pass through and... Um, Cassidy could only come up with some caulk. But you know, the, the yeah, right, gun. he had the caulk gun. The fact like, that I he... Don't know, <laughs> I don't do this all the time. <laughs>
0: the fact that he chose his friends over the job of being Messiah and going with mm-hmm, Airstar. Mm-hmm. It says a lot for Jesse that he has enough mm-hmm. soul left that he can make the right mm-hmm. decisions that matter.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I don't think Airstar was happy about it at all. Of course not. The, the scene was very tragic, um, especially I mean, you got the two best friends that are fighting uh, yep. in the midst of um, their girlfriend dying and mm-hmm. uh, and to the end, I mean, and, and like, uh, Cassidy wants to use his vampire power to keep her alive, and Jesse's not letting her. because right, he, and
1: Jesse's not able to get his yeah, power to work, because yeah, he, he's not right. full, full, full he's Jesse anymore. He's a little
2: anymore. low on the battery charge, but then he, um, <laughs> yep. he he's, I mean, he makes the decision, okay, we're just going to let her die. And Cassidy is, like, screaming, like, no! I mean, that was, that was where it kind of got me. I was like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. Well, I think at that point, I think I think Jesse
1: at that point realized he was gonna have, to, he he didn't want her to be a vampire, but he knew a way to get around Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knew another option, and so he he was he was gonna stop Cassidy. And you, I think he realized that when he was laying on the ground after Cassidy had gotten on top of him, mm-hmm. and Cassidy, he was kind of passive there for a second, and Cassidy said, "I'm gonna go do it," and he started going. And then Jesse, you just saw his light go off in his eyes, and all of a sudden he reached over and grabbed Cassidy by the by the foot the foot yeah. and pulled him back at that point and he was very determined at that point very focused so i think he realized at that point he was going to have to go to grandma so i mean what do you think the cost is going to be
0: i really think it's going to be part of the soul
1: i don't know i don't know if if, if the cost is going to be like you're saying with the pet cemetery thing that she comes back and she's
2: evil. i think the the funny thing was that when they drove in and you they drove past mm-hmm. the trees that chicken r- ran across Oh, that in. was funny Oh, I know. It was hilarious.
0: Maybe it's immortal. Surely it can't be the same chicken.
1: Oh, that's the intent. That's that was, was the intention. It looked like is the, same, the chicken. same chicken.
0: Well, there you that's go. The Chickens
1: don't look alike. There's your right. <laughs> this it was it was placed there to tell you that she's going to get re- resurrected. Because yeah. there's the chicken that got resurrected. I thought that Cassidy's line though before they went in there when he says to Jesse, "I I, I want to tell you something I've wanted to tell you for a long time." It says I hate you, mm-hmm. and and Jesse comes back with, "Oh, you've seen not You haven't seen anything yet."
2: Yeah, that was you know, yeah. He, that
1: gives you a little chill down the spine. Yeah. So, whatever's going to happen with Tulip and the Resurrection is not going to be uh, a real positive. I don't It
2: makes you feel like everything before was fun and games, and there's something like really evil at yeah. the mm-hmm. end. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing I can't f- quite. Uh,
1: put together is we still don't really have any idea on how the Eugene story is going to interact with their story. You know, Eugene is out of hell, but he's still not having anything to do with them at this point. Well,
0: Eugene doesn't know yet that the whole town was blown up, right?
1: No, no, no
2: doubt. So I think
0: when he finds that out, he's probably going to go looking for for Jesse, for Jesse. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, Eugene's going to be his um, reminder. revenge. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, maybe.
0: I would you say he Eugene does. think Eugene does? Yeah, for being I, sent I to just hell.
2: Don't, I don't think
1: Eugene... I like that Eugene says to Hitler that, uh, he says, my dad's going to like to meet you. And they get real quiet and he goes, he likes the History Channel. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I mean, Eugene... Uh, He's just not a bad person at all. I, even He forgives everybody for stuff.
0: Yeah, but you know his right. idea of revenge is just yelling at Jesse. He's yeah, not going to okay. do anything bad. That's,
2: okay, that's fine.
0: I mean, he's just going to be like, how know. dare you send me to hell? That type of thing. That's yeah. the extent of it, I'm sure.
2: Well. So do you think Hitler comes back? Of course. At some no, point in the story.
0: He's going to wreck havoc somewhere.
2: No, yeah, but I think uh, Eugene's going to be kind of the saving uh, symbol for Jesse at some point mm-hmm. of what he's supposed to be doing he's going to be on mm-hmm. a bad path with everything that's happening and that's what Eugene is there for to remind him of what the right righteous path is I would I, I, I tell you what I it hope better we get be some see, shit like that <laughs>
1: I, I hope we get to see some kind of interaction between Hare Star and Jesse's grandmother ah, some kind of yeah. confrontation between those two I think that would
2: be really interesting that would be <laughs> yeah, that would be good. <laughs> you do you validate parking? <laughs> <Exactly>.
1: <laughs> It'll be good because I don't have to try to convince him not to eat I wish you would parts.
2: communicate if you validated or not, so I could make sure if I should have been here or not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, also, grandma's chair with the like wrap-around head thing.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Recently showed up in a Better Homes and Gardens magazine that I got.
2: Yeah, people are doing that. The, I, I hate those chairs. I really. They're do. called
0: privacy chairs. Yeah.
2: The the wicker thing. Yeah. No, it's yeah. not. It's not. It's the thing that comes. It wraps around your head so yes. that you're right. like focused only forward. You're only on the people that you're talking to. Well, it's to also and, to block sun it, or sound. block
1: sun. Excuse me, block sound yes. from you. While well, you're staring on at your phone and so not
2: doing anything else
0: Well, they're old timey chairs mm-hmm. Before phones yep. Cell phones
2: yes. So I, I, yes. I was before actually kind phones, of excited to phones. see the chair Were you?
0: I was, just because I just saw it in a magazine I've never seen those before
2: I'm not excited to see those chairs Because I see them in sign world all, all the time And they annoy the shit out of me
0: <laughs> So God God's in a so hotel
2: God, God's in a can in the bathroom. Yep, I'm getting uh-huh. cleaned up Mm, cleaned out
0: so maybe he wears taking care of business the dog costume so that he can go out in public and observe
2: yeah of course because if you're dressed people. as a dog no one's gonna dog, look at you no one would notice yeah. in new right.
0: orleans it's not that big a deal
2: now when they when they actually focus on him what is what is being shown through the eyeball what it, it was wasn't it jesse or something or was it a reflection of something because all of a sudden it was no it was no, all it
1: was was the 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 last scene when they're driving down the the yeah. road going towards the mansion and it just
2: shrinks into the lens of the light
1: of the eye yeah but does That's that all. mean
2: that that is being uh seen by him and or his Probably. costume or whatever? I think it was I think it was more just a cl- clever special effect You don't think it was like just a, you, so you think it was just a transition between scenes it wasn't meant that yeah. I do. I do. That. I actually, I actually think it would have been better if they had left the scene with the chicken running across the road. Yeah, and all of a sudden you just saw the eyeball and stopped it at that point. Yeah. Well, I wonder. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if they're they're trying to show that. I mean, obviously it's God. He, he is all seeing. He's uh, you all know, there. Known. Might be something there. Maybe it's because it might be something. His dog yeah. mask has special lenses. And he's stressed up as a dog because it's the opposite of God. But that was what I was talking about at the beginning of our podcast, about how it very slowly yes. rotated Rotates. Mm-hmm. into the natural plane, and then you see the mm-hmm. light come out of the bathroom. Because, obviously, he had a mighty poop. <laughs> yes. And the beer cans
1: all over the room and stuff like that. God's been having
2: a great time.
1: Exactly. You guys want to take a break for a minute? Yeah, sure and then we'll be right back. Okay hey, everybody, we're back to do Hit and Miss, our favorite segment. And we are gonna start with Scott. Oh Scott's gonna give his hit tonight what? first. Are, you, okay, go are ahead. you gonna ask yourself? I am. Scott, what was your hit tonight? <laughs> well, you know, that's a good question. <laughs> um <laughs> I would have to say that my hit tonight was was Jesse's fight scene at the beginning. With with the uh, John Lennon music playing in the mm. background. The slow motion fight. That was good. Yeah. All that stuff. Jesse using all the guys' guns against them without any bullets. I uh-huh. uh, thought that was fantastic. And the little little kids cheering in the background.
0: <laughs> pretty Jack! I, I thought that was
1: great. That was great. I also got to give a shout out to uh, Jerry the Reaper, though. Jerry the Reaper was pretty damn good. Yeah, Jerry the him. Reaper was pretty good. He was
2: Definitely. awesome. Uh, uh, that was not John Lennon, though. It was wasn't another Beatle.
1: George Harrison.
2: was it? George Harrison. George Harrison. That is George Ah, Harrison. Well played, sir. Sorry about that. Well played. No, 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 that's good. But hey, man, they're Beatles. Thank you for clarifying. They're Beatles. Yep.
0: Mm. My hit is young Colonel Sanders. Oh,
2: okay,
0: yes. okay. Jesse. We talked all about it at the beginning of this episode, but uh, the... the scenes of young Jesse dressed as Colonel Sanders had me rolling. I thought he was super cute, first with of bow all. Bow tie and everything. With his flimsy little bow tie. Mm-hmm. And the pants that were way, way too short. And the jacket that was almost like crazy. Uh, the yeah. best
2: was he was drinking a beer. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he cracks the beer and has like a couple sips. I forget the name of the, on the can, though. I know. I, know. I saw uh, it too and I forgot to write it down. Yeah.
0: But it's, it was classic older Jesse when he mm-hmm. opened the can. It looked yes, just like him. Totally. Oh, yeah. Just so laid back in the was, chair. Yeah, the kid was really. Well, you know, good. it was
1: also classy, too, or classic Jesse in that he was wearing a suit, but it was not a clean suit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Jesse doesn't seem to care about having dust all over his suit. You know,
0: when you live out there, how can you? But I just really like that whole scene of him interacting mm-hmm. with everybody who came through. Um, and just setting it up for what's going to happen next season, it was just fantastic.
1: Oh, yeah. I agree. I loved his. I loved when he's talking to the lady in the yeah, car. about the cat. And He's talking about how much it'll help her and all this kind of stuff. And then he said, "And that'll be eight dollars, yeah. ma'am." Yeah.
2: And <laughs> <'Cause> she, <laughs> uh, she kept Dennis. talking to him, and it was kind of like, yeah, "Yeah, you know what? I'm cutting this conversation off. Can you give us eight dollars for parking, please?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Stu, you got a hit. Uh, my hit was killing Dennis. Oh, because ah, I got honestly, I, like I thought if they had to take Dennis anywhere, he would be an extremely annoying character. <laughs> Without a doubt, <laughs> so, he was already an the, annoying yeah, character. Yeah, the fact that they had got had rid of him, um, it did not bother me at all. Really didn't, hmm. and I thought it was a good choice.
0: I like the way well, was, died he was. He was like
2: an yeah, it was pretty. He personal. was like an anchor. He was an anchor oh, for
0: totally. for Cassidy. Yeah, for Cassidy. For, uh, totally, Cassidy. Cassidy. Yes. I
1: want to see Cassidy go off again,
2: become Cassidy again. Yeah. He was dragging him down. Yeah.
0: But do you it's, think it's going to affect Cassidy down the road?
2: Uh, that he did no. that? Uh, I think it will. Like, emotionally, yeah. I think he'll he'll have some reminiscent, you know, something that happens. But I think, uh, honestly, um, yeah, it was the best decision. And I think you were shocked. You're like, I can't believe he killed him. But I was like, you know, he actually kept him alive. He wouldn't have been mm-hmm. alive that long at that point. Like, he... He shouldn't have been kept alive at that point.
1: I was expecting he was going to kill him at some point.
2: Um,
1: And, you know, the one thing, though, I, you know, yeah, he may be affected somewhat by it. But I have a feeling um, this is not the first time he's had to do something similar to that. And, you know, know, the guy's pretty damn old. And I have a feeling, you know, he he kind of buries that kind of stuff. And that's where his kind of flippant. Um, smart-ass attitude comes from
2: well this this was pretty huge for him being i mean this whole season it's been a connection of him with his son that he never he never cared for before he never influenced before, and we don't and he but never, we don't know
1: if this is we don't know if this is his only son we don't no, know if that's this is his that's only true that's true
2: there. but there was definitely um he was definitely uh Guilt, felt guilty for not being there for him when he was growing up. I mean, it was very evident mm-hmm. through through these but episodes.
0: The saddest part is when after Dennis gets thrown out into the sun, and he's like, "Papa, Papa," mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. he's begging his dad to save him. But I was like, "Oh my God!" And I was, and I I was, was laughing. I was,
2: uh, whatever. Dennis needed to die, but um, <sighs> he had to go. He had to go.
0: Guy, you guys,
2: Mm-mm.
1: Crispy Critter, yeah. we had to go. He was dragging us down. Bring us down,
2: Kim. What you gotta think about is all the people that were out on the street at that time, that when it was happening, they're like, oh my god. Yes, what happened to that guy? He just
0: burst into flames.
1: (laughs) In New York, they wouldn't have noticed, but, nonetheless.
2: Be like, that fucker, messing with his electrical again. (laughs) Oh, that's lovely.
1: Um, So, for my miss... Yeah, I'm gonna go with the miss. My miss... Kim, you'll argue with me on this, but my miss was kind of the way they dealt with Tulip the whole season, and and in this issue. I mean, it was to me in this episode, it was almost kind of um, she was too passive and kind of dismissed, and and I really liked I liked the strong, take charge, badass Tulip better.
0: I definitely take issue with all of that, but I mean that's your opinion
1: <laughs> I now, think, wh- what do you mean by take issue? Does it offend you that I say that because take issue usually means it's it's bothering you really badly.
0: well, I just you know
2: go ahead, camp, go off, come on now, let's see the, some tools.
0: men are all <laughs> about like the strong women, well, kind of. The strong woman who could stand up for herself. But yet when emotions show, men are like, I don't see your emotions. Like, don't go there. I, I don't think
2: it's, it's ne- uh, necessarily... I think that's very
1: sexist to say, Kim. Yeah, I don't, that's
2: why I think what I you're, think you're saying I is I think sexist. you're being
1: very broad. And No, I, no, I don't, don't think it's broad, it, sexist. I liked her
2: as a character the way she was.
0: That's she, great. But her character was very strong in okay. the beginning.
2: Let me just say uh-huh. that I understand what you're saying. That if, if she shows emotion... But it wasn't that she was showing emotion or that she was being a little feminine. It was like she completely became became that, you know, showing emotion and or being very feminine.
0: But you have to understand what her character went through this season. I mean, she's depressed. Jesse is basically denying her for this mission that seems almost impossible to achieve, which is to find God. Who the hell is going to find God? And how do you find him? Um,
1: well, they actually did find him. They just lost him again.
2: Well,
0: okay, whatever. But still, that seems like an impossible <laughs> mission at the beginning <laughs> of this season, right?
2: Yes. Not for Tula. And her, her husband. She her makes a freaking bazooka out of, what, cans and, and corn And shoots down comes. a helicopter.
0: You know what? A sensitive woman does not mean you're not strong.
1: No, Kim. Kim, I think you're taking this way too personally. Yes, I think so. so. Um, this mm-hmm. is this is strictly the case of what I liked about this show is it was so zany, mm-hmm. and she was a zany, fun character. And now she became a, uh, a post-dramatics human. syndrome, Stress. yeah, human that was rather bland and boring.
0: Well, maybe next season you'll get speaking. back the tulip that you know and mm-hmm. love,
1: and I would I would be very happy with that.
0: But I think this season was like a coming-of-age type season.
2: Because the same thing, okay, uh, we're focused on I don't the know if I thing. wanted coming-of-age a little bit, show. bit more where Kim's coming from and the fact that we're but focused I, more I on I agree totally. Tulip's development in that way, and Cassidy had a very similar development.
0: Exactly.
2: Right. Thank you. But you're right. not and saying
0: much about Cassidy, are you? You're focusing all
2: on Oh, no, tulip. I did. I said my favorite thing was that they yeah. killed Dennis, which was making Cassidy weak. And I said last week that I did not think that Cassidy was as much fun
1: right now. He was very depressing.
2: Both of them. All right. I think it's been stated. You're the only one bringing up the whole. It's on the record, madam. Um, (laughs)
1: That's right. We can check with the stenographer.
0: Women. (laughs) Listeners. Help me out. I want zany.
1: I want zany on the show. I don't want heartfelt.
2: Oh. All the all the all the heartfelt people got blown up in the first season. <laughs> that's very true. You got the trifecta here. I mean, this the the three of them. I mean, and when you start getting into this more development, that's when they're they're breaking off from Jesse, and he was breaking away as well. So mm-hmm. we're hoping uh-huh. that the three of them, because they have lost all these side stories, are going to come back together at some point. Yes. And have and have some goddamn pancakes with M and M's on
1: them. -hmm. I have kind of the same problem with Jesse. I mean, I thought Jesse's character in the first season was much more, um, much more fleshed out and and emotional, if you want to put it that way. I mean, he was he was driven to try to do something that um, he didn't know if he was able to do. He had a lot of doubt in his abilities on things. And this season, he's just been kind of like a pinball yeah. bouncing back and forth well, for all the three were lost the this
2: season best
0: episode mm-hmm. of this entire season probably was the very first episode when they have the mm-hmm. shootout with oh, the police officers and they're singing come that on Eileen that love was it. probably the end of the trio that you know and love mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then exactly. reality hits
2: although they did keep a consistent discussion of um, fetal foreskins the entire time Yes, they did. they did. They did. They carried that all the way through. Yes, yes.
1: Now, Kim, don't get me wrong. Uh, I do think the show has changed in that respect, and I guess part of it is I miss that part that it has changed that way. Um, but at the same time, you know, we're now having to look at the show in a different way, and I'm still enjoying it. Good. I, you know, I I love this 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 the uh, ending here. I thought it was fantastic. But. You know, Your Well, miss.
0: my miss is Tulip, actually.
1: What um, the
0: fuck? <laughs> it comes <laughs> around. <laughs> I know. My miss is that she had to die. Like...
2: Well, I'm offended by that. Oh, okay. Why does she have to? But live? But she didn't. She didn't. She's not gonna die. You don't think she's actually gonna die? No, I
0: mean they're gonna bring her back. That's very obvious. But what is she gonna come back as? I mean, she might not be the tulip that you want to see.
2: <laughs> she might be the exact no. tulip that we want to see. She without
0: she might the emotion. Be worse, she might be worse <laughs> than Cassidy at this point. Who knows? Yeah. But um, I think that our our sweet tulip is gone, and that makes me just sad because. Okay.
2: I understand that, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, we don't mm-hmm. know what we're gonna right. get
1: on the other end of this, but we don't we don't we also don't know that because we don't know what the price to be paid is. The price may not be her her she may not have to pay the price, it may be something that Jesse has to pay the price. She may come back as as tulip, yeah. And and just be tulip. She's been resurrected, and maybe something happens to Jesse because of this.
0: Well, um, I just it's to think it's his head or something. I just think it's sad. I mean, going can shoes anymore. Going along with what you guys mm-hmm. are saying, that she's such a tortured soul, and then for uh-huh. her to end this way, and then to be resurrected again, maybe not of her own will, uh-huh. and maybe she doesn't want this to happen. It's kind of like Cassidy. Like you know, Dennis uh-huh. asked to be resurrected as a
1: vampire, but.
2: Tulip did not. Right. Yeah. No, I mean it was it was pretty uh heart wrenching to see her die. Well
1: Tul- Tulip was by far the most the most tragic figure of the yeah. season. I mean she was she was a she was a hot mess the whole season. Mm-hmm. And then, then she gets wiped out in the last episode. Yeah. I mean it was kind of it was kind of apropos actually. I
0: think it's funny to hear Scott say she was a hot mess.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: He's been hanging around his students too much.
2: Yes. <laughs> no, they say something yeah, else. I can't repeat. <laughs> much <worse. laughs> That's the, the nice thing
1: to say. Say, say that that bitch crazy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, all right, Stuart. Uh, my miss is that I don't think they've announced if they're signed for a third season.
1: Um, I would guess based on the way that they ended the season that they were
2: signed for next season. But they haven't announced it, so that's my miss. Mm hmm. Because I really want to see what happens, and I really, especially when I mean when you were talking about last episode or last podcast about preacher, yeah. This episode was entitled what?
0: The end of
2: the road. road. That's true. Yeah. So we were like, so what does that mean? So they haven't announced anything. So that's that's my mess. Well, as far as we know, they haven't announced anything. I
1: haven't seen anything, but I haven't done much research either. Kim. They may have said
2: something. No, they haven't. They haven't. They have not. Okay. That is my miss. Because I love the show. And I think mm-hmm. it ended out uh second season very well and I would like to see it back again.
0: AMC, official word, AMC has not officially renewed Preacher Season Three yet, but it looks likely. That was three days ago.
2: The
1: Hardwick show afterwards, was that
2: Uh we missed it because like, we were the one- getting hit by a hurricane.
1: Yeah, no, I was watching, and I thought they said something about that it was great that they had that they were there because they were in pre-production for the show for the new season or something. Yeah, they've
0: already filed um, paperwork in Louisiana to start shooting season three, so beginning January fifth of 25th, 2018.
2: But AMC, is yeah, Hardwick not, not was saying it was great.
1: Right, AMC was saying it was great saying. that they were there for the for the talk show because they were at already. Getting started with the production of the new season. Mm. Okay, and they were taking a break
2: to come and see. Come Are you to just that, trying to so. destroy my hit? Is that what you're trying to do, Scott? Damn it! No, I'm trying to be optimistic. Uh, and I hey, it's coming
0: back.
1: Good.
0: Come on now. I'm glad you brought that up.
1: do that way.
0: We actually do have some listener comments. Sweet. Um, this comment is in response to the comment that we made last week about what the manual was about that Hoover was looking at. Mm. And mm-hmm. Seth Tillman wrote in and said the manual was for the soul extractor that took Jesse's soul
2: back. So, Oh, all right. Yeah, because, yeah, we were trying to figure out what yeah. was going on.
1: And then we saw it a little further in this episode because it actually gave the title of the Soul Happy Go-Go How-To Extraction Manual, <laughs> English version, <laughs> English edition.
0: So the fact that he's looking yep. at that, the soul extractor manual, he's trying mm-hmm. to figure it out. They probably did get the soul back from the cowboy when he went back down to hell. Probably so. I mean, that makes sense.
2: They're looking into it, mm-hmm. seeing how, how to do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think I, we even yeah. talked about that like two episodes ago. Yeah. It's too bad he didn't figure out how to do the skull extractor, or they didn't—they killed that guy. <laughs> yeah. Because that would have been very yeah. handy to get his soul back from the cowboy. Oh yeah, and Mark LaVarnway said thank you. Mark said uh, Eugene and Hitler getting off the bus. With Eugene wearing a peace shirt while standing next to his friend, the most evil person in history equals priceless. <laughs> it's so the oversized true. clothes so that Hitler true. was
0: wearing from the 80s. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, but even
2: <laughs> e- Eugene was like, I-, I like your hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't oh, know so anybody crazy.
2: understands Eugene, by the way. I mean, we have subtitles going. That's how I even see, understand what he's saying. I. Well, I, oh, yeah. can't, I can't understand
0: can't how these actors keep a straight face when they're yes. acting all this stuff out because they're hilarious.
2: Yep,
1: yep, no doubt.
0: If you would like to write in to us, you can reach us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at fearmepod, on Facebook at Facebook slash Fear Me Podcast and on the web at fearmepodcast.com. And now you can find us on Blog Talk Radio.
1: So we thanks
0: for listening.
1: Good night. Good night, everybody. I'm just a poor boy from Nottingham. I had my dreams, but in this world they're gone, they're gone. I'm also lonesome on my wall.